Hey, welcome to a new episode of Film House. Doing something a little bit different this week uh, in response to last week when Adam and James were like, we should talk about our Oscar picks. It was an impromptu topic. It's an impromptu that topic. That came up out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. I got saddled with it. No, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Happy to do it. I think it's going to be fun. And just disclaimer before we get into it, we haven't seen all these movies. Some of this is going to be pure conjecture and just fun. <laughs> so don't take all of our cho- choices necessarily too hard and super serious. Which, can I just add, is really honestly no different than the actual episodes, Oscars. yeah. <laughs> right? Well, not the episodes, the actual Oscars. Oh, I thought you meant our normal if you think, episodes. If you think that the people in the Academy that vote for the best pictures have seen all of those things, you're crazy. Yeah, now. so basically we've taken the movies that have released to this point in the year, mm-hmm. you know, mid-June, and we are choosing a select few Oscar categories because, as you know, the Oscars got slightly delayed uh, that they're happening in 2020 now in April. Sorry, pardon me, 2021 in April. And there's not a lot coming out. Uh, well, because so, there's no one, there's no theaters to no go, theaters for I, people to go to go this, see them. This so, should simplify the process if you think about it. There's yeah. a lot less choices. Way less choices. A lot less choices. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That was always been the problem with movies is there are too many. Mm-hmm. Well, now though, um, also digital releases are being given the leeway to yeah. be considered. I, I think so. also, I know uh, Alicia did a great job of putting this doc together and we already have our categories. I think yeah. also the real talk, they should have new categories this year. The way they did like that one, that one year with like most fun movie. We do like best red box rental. Oh, best, I love that. Best Wait. movie. I think what I saw on a plane. Best that? kiss, best MTV's Wait. kiss. I'm for- thinking of like the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I don't think the Oscars have ever had best fun movie. I for- <laughs> I think it was like best good time. Uh, You're thinking of the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes are the ones who are like best dance number in a movie about World War II. Featuring Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's I a comedy watch- or musical. I only watch yeah. the Razzies, which is something made out of spite. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we're just gonna have a fun time. Go through. This our is a very enchanting 20. evening. Elise, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm enchant- it's enchanting. The pomp, Beautiful the circumstance. Everyone looks we great. You guys up. look amazing. Yeah. You all look Thank amazing. You. I barely put on pants. I forgot we were doing this. I'm sorry. You could have fooled me. I, t- I totally forgot. I should have. You put look on enchanting. Suit. Thank you. Barely putting on pants, me. Like I was originally in the meeting this morning in underwear, and I said, I, I guess maybe I should put on pants. And then I. All right. It, it took me most of the meeting to put them on. That's what it all means. All right. I believe you. Okay. You I asked. believe you. You asked. I gave you the context. That's all it is. All right. We're going to kick it off with a big category. This is actor in a supporting role. Mm. Oh, yes. So now remember. Just pure talent. <laughs> there hasn't been that much to choose from. Okay. Here, here's kind of who I put into this category. All right. Uh, for you guys to, to start. And then you feel free to also after throw out your own nominations and okay. suggestions here. Got it. Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. From uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Thank you. As cool. Dr. Robotnik. Let's count it. That's one nomination for Sonic. Hugh Grant uh, from The Gentleman. Uh, Tom Hardy from Capone is under supporting role. Isn't he the, the main actor? Role? Yeah, a, I don't know why that's a supporting role. I was wondering I mean, maybe, that. Titular maybe character. That's, that's unusual. I don't know what happened there. This, this is all being Brendan said you over the loudspeaker. Didn't you make this list? You made this list? <laughs> I did. Well, it stands. You know, we have to now consider Tom okay. Hardy the I mean, best supporting actor. I, I, I maybe, haven't seen it, though. Maybe he takes a second... A secondary stance to some other some themes of the film or mm-hmm. something. I, I haven't seen it, so I can't. We should. Really... We should. So here's. A, can I just say something yeah, right yeah, now? Can we stop saying we haven't seen it? <laughs> well, Everyone should just talk about all the movies, however they want to, and stop right, admitting should, that. Should so decide? you shouldn't okay. say I haven't seen Capone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blah 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 right, blah. Just right, talk yeah. about treat what it, you think treat the movie is like about. The actual Oscars. Right. Yes. Like okay, all okay, the ones okay, to say no. Ryan's so, pick. I saw though. I I thought you guys had seen these others. No one's seen Capone. For the audience, yes, uh, I have listening seen and watching. I just okay. want to establish right now, as James is saying, we are going to continue the podcast going forward as if we have seen everything in it. Yes, we will not be specifying whether or not we've seen Ooh. the film. We'll be just. Okay. I honestly think it's be one speaking, of Josh Trank's most seminal works. We'll be speaking with confidence. Oh, so yeah, I think I think the reason I did now that I remember it, I do believe I put. Tom Hardy as a supporting role here because I felt like his performance was secondary to the syphilis. Exactly. In Capone. Yes. 
And now I see why that was. Okay. And then Ryan, yeah, Ryan had two great picks here. Um, this movie was fantastic. Uh, Brendan Meyer, Color Out of Space. And Woo! Okay. Yeah, Brandon Meyer! Okay. I loved it. I mean, I saw that. I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. But I'll have more to say on it later. Yes. <laughs> and H.P. Lovecraft deserves all the love and attention. He's in the audience tonight. No. He's no, here. He so he's dead. Oh. He's dead. No, he Probably in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, this is a little bit of an orth- unorthodox nomination here. The alpacas. They're a huge part of the film. Yes. Without the mm-hmm. alpacas, yeah, well, you don't, we know that. You don't mm-hmm. get the, the performance from Nick Cage, the, the leading actor. You know, supporting actors are all about, you know, supporting the main actors. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's in the name, whatever. But, you know, the alpacas, without the alpacas and what they brought to the table, you wouldn't have Nick Cage's amazing Can't. performance, which you'll probably win tonight. Can I just say uh, that when I watched when I before I watched the movie, I was like, oh, I expected the alpacas to be literal. Like I thought they literally meant alpacas. What were they not real? Alp- what are you saying? Right and, now? They were, oh. and they were. And they were. So I was so I was glad that I was right when I saw it. I think uh, I followed you, James, and yeah, I, I was glad too that there was alpacas. Yeah, in yeah. You never see alpacas yeah. in movies, so I you thought you just don't was, see them. You know, I, you know, know. I'm llamas, glad that it wasn't yeah. like, oh, it's a band named al- alpacas. It wasn't. It was actual the animal, uh, and because I, I saw it. Real Hashtag quick, Oscar so alpacas. Continue. We on. have a we have a write in. It's uh, Josh Picking, uh, who plays the idiot Rock Hudson in the show Hollywood on Netflix. Wow, oh, okay. that's unorthodox wow. for a television show. Yeah. <laughs> television show, yeah, to be there. But the, the show is about Hollywood, so therefore, it's it has been written in. It might be an upset, okay. upset, but he's been nominated. I actually, right, th- th- there's another write-in. It's that funny uh, FBI agent from McMillions, the documentary um, <laughs> show. Oh, I thought oh was, yeah, yes, he was yes. a hilarious supporting actor. Very in there. great. Very, Even though it's a documentary, yeah. he's still uh-huh. considered a supporting actor in this. It's Oscars. a performance, nonetheless. I just yeah. want to talk about Hugh Grant here from The Gentleman mm-hmm. because I think that in his later career, Hugh Grant has had some fun roles. Oh, absolutely, different, mm-hmm. different you know, than the typical leading romantic comedy man that he was known for earlier in his career. I, w- I mean, I want to say he has some of the things that you really look for in a in a best supporting actor: funny voice, ugly kind of appearance. And uh, and like wacky glasses. Is Hugh Grant ugly? I thought Hugh Grant was yeah, known for being sexy as fuck. Okay. Am I wrong you about that? He, in that one? In, I, in, in any gentleman? movie? I don't know. In any oh. movie? He just def- I mean, guess what I'm saying. He's he's an attractive man who downplays that for the sake of the role. Oh. And anytime you're willing to step down your attractiveness and say no. I can be unattractive. I think that's an admirable trait and something that not a lot of actors can do. Like Tom Hardy in Capone, which we've all seen. Yes. Tom Hardy Tom Hardy in Capone, he's, which was really stunning, yeah. Yeah, yeah his performance he's in usually, that. He's usually considered a sex symbol, but in this movie he has mm-hmm. syphilis all over his face, so Who, he, he went which out Which is a symbol of the sex that he had. The thing that's about true. watching Hardy in Capone is that it's not fun to watch someone just devolve into unintelligible life oh yeah for sure for you know 45 minutes are we still no. talking about hugh not... grant <laughs> no we're talking about capone oh we've seen yeah talking about capone. i mean i think i think i think tom hardy had some really powerful moments in that film um but i also think that maybe if if he was a little bit stronger in the role he would have gotten best leading it's just actor. not a fun story to watch it's well, not a fun story to well, watch well should we should we pick our winner then well, Downward we haven't even really talked about Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, though, Adam. It's not, it's, that's not going to be that good. I, I feel like do we, we all, I feel like there's a hive mind group think here. We all know Jim Carrey basically got into a time machine from 1994 and found mm-hmm. his way on this movie set, Sonic the Hedgehog, and he's back and better than ever. What else well, needs to be said? Know, Go ahead. We know that Sonic it. the Hedgehog has a very storied past, right? Which is that it took a long time for a movie to come out. When the trailer finally dropped, people hated the look of Sonic Hedgehog. But what's the one thing they all agreed on? Son- they thought uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim Carrey was pretty entertaining in that trailer and seemed to really fit the tone of a Dr. Robotnik type character, right? Agreed. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't have to change any of the CG on him, just for the record. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I would say, just in favor of Jim Carrey, like he, 
every single scene he was in, I felt like was very compelling. I honestly yeah. was more interested in his pursuit of Sonic than Sonic's escape in a lot yeah. of scenes. It, so. feel, it feels like it's a it's a real close tie right now between Jim Carrey and the alpacas. Well, I, I, I mean, Jim Carrey. Sorry. Oh no, continue. Just while we're on the of, yeah. Sorry. Well, just while we're on the subject of him, him, him doing the thing where he makes the z, 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 robotic sounds as mm-hmm. he's moving, which mm-hmm. is which is not a direction given to him. I think it was just he did that. Oh. And started embodying that in the character. I'm not being facetious. I'm being absolutely serious. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I he, think it's really. He's fun. a known. Yeah. He's a known improv <laughs> actor, and he he, he embodies and, the spirit of whoever he's uh, mimicking, like he did. I mean, with Man on the Moon. Well, I studied drama, okay? I always like cool. to remind people of that. And it's pretty obvious that, that that's Stanislavski method, okay? That's the Stanislavski method. I thought it was Meister. Interesting. I, I would say, I would definitely say this was Stanislavski because, because he, he has, he, he's playing a character called Robotnik and he's making robot sounds. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah. read the script. It's, You're right. It's a... Deep intrinsic look into the journal, the internal monologue of the character. I think in a lot of cases. Now I have to admit, you know, even though I have totally seen Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. I haven't watched Sonic the Hedgehog, so I don't know what you're talking about. But I'll take mm-hmm. your word for it that Jim Carrey was great. I saw the trailers, um, even though I totally saw the movie also. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would like to make my case for Brendan Meyer from Colorado Space. All right, this okay. is you. What you have here is a kid. Honestly, it's kind mm-hmm. of weird that it's even just him nominated because, in this movie, spoiler alert, him and his mom literally get molded together, like melted together. Him and his mm-hmm. mom, right? And that's like the coolest part of this movie. So to me, they should be nominated together as like one entity: mm-hmm. the mom and the. And the and the and the sun, but I nominated them both in their separate categories. Either way, but because in the blob that they end up becoming, I think that mm-hmm. you know you can see every little grunt and every little weird alien movement that they make. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's like you said, it's a Stanislavski's uh, uh, mm-hmm. method that they mm-hmm. used, and it's great. Well, it but, works. Yeah, but if if you're okay, so who are we nominating, uh, Brendan or the Blob? Because that's well, Brendan, that's me, Brendan is the Blob. Brendan right. becomes yeah. the blob. Well, hold on. Well, okay. When does a blob right. stop becoming a blob, and when, or when does it stop becoming two people? Uh, when does it become yeah, one? Yeah. When is, when is the actor removed from the blob? That's a great point. I don't think this is unprecedented in Oscar history. I don't know if this, there's ever been a blob nominated. I'm also going to say, in terms of just pure acting skill, this is why I was not an advocate for Andy Serkis winning any awards for his role as Caesar, because right. I felt like he was hidden beneath the work that a bunch of CGI artists did. And in this case, I would say, give it to the people who made the blob. Maybe they're the best supporting actor. Oh shit. So the costume department, who's nominated for costume, makeup, the makeup, who's nominated for makeup this year? We do not have that category. So what? Maybe we give it to them here. All right. Because they're not going to win it in another place. All right, so yeah, maybe. Yeah. Should we, for should best, we, how do we do this? Do we all just one at a time say who we're voting for? Well, we're going to vote for the, so are we giving the, the is it cost? Is it costume or is it makeup or costuming? You want to give this to both? Makeup. Of them. Yeah. Well, there's two separate categories. Are um, they on here? Well, no. And just in the Oscars in general, there are two separate makeup. categories. Makeup. Okay, so they're getting a nomination, a, nomina- a win. A win. Oh, oh. Okay, but we're, are we gonna just? Are we gonna? So we're gonna get to give it. To, we're giving it. Yeah, give it to them. Okay. All right. We're First giving award it to of the, the night. The makeup if, department. If something else comes up that we think deserves it more, we'll just. Re- you know, okay, retract great. the award. And yeah, then... like we'll pull a La La Land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the actor in a supporting role, I guess, should we just all say at the same time who were... Okay. I thought we just gave it to the makeup department. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's we gave them the makeup. Oh, award. oh, okay. I thought we were giving the makeup no. department the award for best supporting actor. Well, no, we're just saying that okay. obviously the blob now. cannot win supporting actor. Okay, all right, saying. got uh, it. I understand. All we right. made a new rule. So how, how do we want to do this? We just all shout out yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. that's Kenison. how the academy does it. That's yeah. true. Okay, Kennison. All right, three, two, one. The alpacas. Scary. Fuck. Ooh, wow. Sorry, Lance Ryan. <laughs> well, say sorry it's to like the alpacas, Jim- man. It's their work that you're stomping all over with Jim Carrey, but whatever. I'll I'll change right. the font on the doc so you know it's thank the you, winner. Thank you. It's congratulations, yeah, to Jim just, Carrey. No longer Ariel, it's Calibri. Long, long overdue, in my opinion. I True. don't know how we we got we saw number twenty three and thought, mm-hmm. wait, what was it? Number 
It's 23. Next up is actress. <laughs> you know what, Elise, hold on a second. I think that this is one of those, you know how some actors, they get like their Lifetime Achievement Award Oscar. Like it's really, they didn't mm-hmm. deserve it for that role, but it's kind of like we yeah, look at yeah. the body of his work. No one was really else nominated this year that really fit the the up to snuff. So we yeah. just give it to Jim Carrey for Sonic, I guess, you know, instead of The Mask, which is actually an Oscar award winning performance. But whatever, mm-hmm. continue. Oscar. It's about making good. It's about sometimes you move forward and you make good past mistakes. Ryan, I'll admit it is a bit of a make good, um, but at least we at least we're doing it. Yeah, it's true. better late than it's better never. Better late than never. You're right. Actress in a supporting role. In this category, we have Julie Richardson from Color Out of Space. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. T- t- Tiffany Haddish from Like a Boss. Mm. Yeah, she's great. Michelle Dockery, The Gentleman. Helen Hunt, The Night Clerk. Mm, and uh, accepting any nomina- other nominations. Any yeah, other yeah. nominations. Like, they do that at the show. They go, just shout it out. Just. <laughs> 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 um, there is, um, what's her name? Well, uh, you, you think on it. Let's okay. start talking through some of these. Okay. because I, I know, I I know what James here. is thinking, uh, but yeah, go ahead. I, I, you might be thinking, Elise, like a boss, that movie mm-hmm. wasn't really acclaimed in any sort of way. Kind Kinda of came fell off the radar. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish, I think, is another performer who, regardless of what I see her in, she's always giving 110%. She's a consummate performer. She's excellent. She's underrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, This would be just another, almost a nod, like Carrie-esque, saying this is to compliment your body of work. It's not always about the film. You're not giving the award to the film. Mm -hmm. You're giving the award to the performer. Yeah, and I think she's great. Yeah. She's great. Um... Do you want to speak okay. to Michelle Dockery and the Gentleman? Yes, I'd love oh, to. She was, she was great. She was she was great in the Gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I can tell, the only woman in the cast. Correct. Or or I mean, the entire yeah. film. Pretty she, much for she, that matter. She played trophy wife. Um, I remember that. But she had a certain independence of her own until she was ultimately used as a trophy for, I guess, victimization and something for. Matthew McConaughey's character to just win at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard not to imagine her in Downton Abbey. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard to take her out of that role and put her in other roles. Hard to find. put her in other roles, but I did. I did believe it. Yeah. Like I wasn't the whole time going like she doesn't talk like that. You know, she she definitely had that like air of intensity that she kind of brought to the role. Yeah. It was very very strong. And again, I think to stand out as the lone woman in a film entirely about men. Um, Gentlemen, that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, that's a that's a tough thing to do. But I thought she did a really great job of it. She made it. She made it her own. Now that being said, if they cast someone else in there, who knows? Because again, there was one female character in the whole film. But um. <laughs> I see Julie Richardson on this list now. Ryan, are we going to have another blob situation? Yes, here? this is another blob situation. The same blob oh. situation we were just in with Jolie. I mean, arguably the better half of the blob. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, the more she had more lines as the blob, I want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. But I guess we're in the same predicament. Is it the makeup department we're giving the best supporting actress again to? I mean, mm-hmm. fuck. And just so, to clarify, um, this actress is not Anne Heche. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it says. It says Julie Richardson. It right? says, yeah. yeah. Can you read, it Adam? Says, I can read. I'm just looking. I'm looking at pictures of her, and I. Is she? Oh, yes. Is she the sister of Natasha Richardson? I have no idea. Daughter of Vanessa Redgrave. Mm Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, Also, she was in the hit film Event Horizon, and since we know how the Oscars work, sometimes they don't give you the Oscar for the movie you were in that year. It's a make good, Mm -hmm. and there's a good chance. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And but I just feel like we're in conflict. We've already set the precedent with previous awards. That if you're going to give someone an award for being a good blob, it's a, you can't just give them the award because too much else goes into it, right? That's right. that's my impression. Like you can't give Tom Hanks an award for Polar Express because only part of it's him. Mm-hmm. And the eyes definitely belong to someone else. Yeah, yeah. those dead cold eyes. <laughs> I see your logic. Yeah. So I mean, again, I again, amazing performance. One of one of my favorite performances of the year. I'm just thinking, what would it be if you really stripped it down? But is it better than Helen Hunt in The Night Clerk? And I'll yes. I'll talk to to this for a moment because Helen Hunt, she plays a, a mother in The Night Clerk, mm-hmm. uh, a single mother. Uh, her husband is deceased, and her son is a, is a night clerk mm-hmm. at a local hotel. And you know, she's doing the best she can to protect her son. 
this is a career revitalization for Helen Hunt. This movie's getting a lot of attraction or traction and attention. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a a different, I think, uh, tier of Helen Hunt's career mm-hmm. here because I think that you know she she used to be romantic leading lady, mm-hmm. and now it's like, well, what's the next? People used to be mad about Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's the next metamorphosis of her career? I still think she could be romantic leading lady. Do you think oh, this? Yeah, of course. Do. do you think this is as good as it gets for Helen Hunt? I think it's you know it's a twister for me. Do you think her hand is going to make contact with an Oscar tonight? <laughs> I think we'll have to ask a night clerk uh-huh. who's seen all of her movies. Nice. I, okay. I forgot. I ran into Helen. I think that she was she in Project X. <laughs> Where they kill the monkeys with radiation. Let's get ready to, let's get ready to vote on this. One. Real quick, uh, emergency write-in: Elizabeth Moss okay. from The Invisible Man. Oh, wait, that's uh, is his best supporting, supporting actress. What I, about her sister? I have an emergency. <laughs> like, I would like, I want to throw in a write in. Can I throw in a write in? Of course. Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. David Copperfield. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Dick- Did she assist him in some magic show or something? <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, we've seen David that. We Copper, all saw the that. original David Copperfield. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we've she, all seen it. She's excellent. Tilda Swinton. She's yes. a scene stealer. I'm just put. I'm not saying uh, you know, but she's a scene stealer. It's tough for me. And she does come kind of come out of nowhere, come out of left field, she, and she's amazing. She is excellent. Great in that film, but she's definitely 100% Tilda. And mm-hmm. she doesn't disappear into that role, but she's 100% Tilda to like you know. Yeah. Okay, let's, is let's that is she, is she okay. acting then? Well, I'd like to do. Uh, sorry, Elise, just one more no, no, emergency okay. ride, and this is very important. I thought I watched with my nieces. I watched Scoob and uh, Velma, okay. portrayed by Gina Rodriguez. Amazing performance. Best, probably best Velma out there. So I'd like okay. to write her in. Better right. than uh, what's her name? What's her name? Come dead to me. What's her name? Yep. Yep. Who are you talking yep. about? Bloodline and Bloodline. Bloodline. Freaks and Geeks. Linda Cardellini. Better Linda than Linda Cardellini? Cardellini. Yes. Yeah, she's great. Better than Linda Cardellini. Wow. Yes. wow. Better than Linda. All right, we'll put her in. There it is. You're in, Gina. David Copperfield. Nope, that's not <laughs> it. Nope, that's, not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. Is that Walter Matthau? Who? Oh, no. It's Bob Hoskins. Uh, Bob Hoskins. It's a young uh, Dan- Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Is that Angela Lansbury? No, it was Maggie uh, it, McGonagall. Dame, oh. Dame Maggie Get ready Smith. to vote. <laughs> All right. Okay. Three, right. two, one. Tiffany Michelle Dockery. Haddish. All right. Wow, now, split decision. This one's going to Tiffany Haddish, and I think, James, you made a great point with Silas Swinton. Again, I think that Tiffany Haddish deserves more recognition than she gets. Mm-hmm. Fair. I agree. Absolutely I'm okay do. with it. Love her. Honestly, I'm looking at this list. I'm saying if anyone wins, you know, Love you have her. those years where you look at the Oscars and you say, I wish that why is this even on the list? And I also I think that, that Tiffany Haddish, she recently spoke out about how she's turned down some roles because she finds they might be like problematic for her. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that her getting this accolade will kind of push her into a different stratosphere Dude. and kind of open her up to more of the roles she wants. She just got uh, cast in Paul Schrader, t- Taxi Driver's Paul Schrader's new movie, The Card Counter, with Oscar Isaac. Oh. She, so it's, she's going to be in an Oscar-nominated uh, mm-hmm. movie coming up, her next movie. Do, Great. do you think that's related? Well, she just was in our... Um, I honestly, I think it's one of those things where, yeah, she probably retroactively knew she was going to win this Oscar tonight, and then mm-hmm. she they gave her a bit better movie in the future. Cause, yeah. Well, we... I, we have a variety. Didn't we have the variety writer who's on the line listening to our conversation? They're not allowed to contribute, yeah. but they're kind of like press. live, it's press. live, live uh, press. updating, live press, right. what we're talking about right now. So. Real-time press, right. Real-time yeah. press. Next up, we're going to get to best animated feature. But before that, a word from our sponsor. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or trouble sleeping at least once a week? You're not alone. Many do. I have trouble sleeping and I've had help using Feels. Uh, If you've never heard of it, Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your door. It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness, all those things. You just place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So you need to leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. And you may need to take more or less to get the effects that you're after. 
If you're new to CBD, uh, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. It works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover or addiction. You can join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel anytime. Feels uh, helps us feeling our best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash filmhouse, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash filmhouse to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash filmhouse thank you and welcome back best animated features our next category here are some noms mm-hmm. scoob trolls world tour onward and the willoughbys okay now we're also of course accepting write-in nominations i listen i'm gonna go ahead and throw one out because i only saw it this year pro mare pro mare okay the anime <coughs> film strong i thought I'm pretty sure it came out middle of last year, but I'm going to go ahead and it, it's new to me. So I'm going to put it in here for me as one of the coolest, most fun viewing experiences I've had all year is that a, is thus it, far. I've never heard of it. Is it about horses? Are they pro horses? Mm-hmm. It's about firefighters. Uh, close. Okay. Action firefighters. Basically imagine if firefighters were Power Rangers. Um, okay. They kind of are. So. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just going to throw that in there just because I feel like it deserves the recognition. I don't know if it deserves the award because I think there's a lot of great nominations here. We've already Mm -hmm. seen Scoob mentioned as a nominee for Best Supporting Actress. Ryan, what was your niece's take on Scoob? Um, They they said that they thought that Shaggy was funny and that Mm -hmm. Scooby, uh, they like when he eats the snacks. But that was (laughs) basically all I could get out of That's good enough for a nomination. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, have, I have a quick write-in. This is for Avatar, please. The Last Airbender, Season 1, Episode oh, 1, yeah. The Boy in the Iceberg. Book 1, please. Yeah. Book 1. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Please book refer one. to it as Book 1. Uh, originally released you in know. 2005, but it is on Netflix mm-hmm. now, and I am watching it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, okay. those uh, those first few episodes, you know, they're establishing, but then once it once it takes off, it takes off. There's, it's a journey, there's for some, sure. I saw bending. They're bending things. Appa. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, put, I, can I just that. we we talked a little bit about Scoob. I'd love to take touch on Trolls World Tour. Okay. Because I'm gonna say I think Trolls World Tour is the Toy Story two of the Trolls franchise. You wow. see, you saw the first Trolls, and you're like, all right. Well, the story has been told. Weren't there like two Trolls before this one? No, there's one. I'm confident in that statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but no, there's so so there's. Toy Story 1, and everyone said, great. And they said, we're making Toy Story 2. And I'm like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Toy Story 2 comes out, and people, it's beloved. People love it, okay? I, I think Trolls World Tour took the concept of the trolls, amplified it, expanded us to an even bigger world, took us on a tour of said world, oh my God. okay? When they go in pursuit of rock music, it's not just pop music anymore. We've got rock music. We've got hip-hop. We've got all different genres of music now that we're seeing. And it's the kind of thing where if tomorrow, Trolls World Tour was so, so much fun that if they announced tomorrow Trolls World Galaxy Space Tour, Trolls 3 was coming out, I would leap out of my chair because I say, I trust, I believe that this is exactly the kind of thing that they can execute on. You well. trust in wow. Trolls? That's cool. I trust in Trolls. All right. Katy Perry. Katy Perry, I don't, I haven't seen if she's nominated here for Best Actress, but one of the strongest performances of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that was said. Okay, sold. Well, sold should we me. vote? I'm, or sorry, uh, well, we two more movies to talk about. The, the Willoughby's. Yeah, uh, that which came out. Was a direct to Netflix. Mm-hmm. I Beautiful. actually like. It's one of those things where I was watching it where I felt like the the way that the movie approached telling its story felt a little bit disjointed because it kind of just like jumps from like like story point to story point with that with where you're like i'm not sure what the direction of this movie is it's it's like beautiful to look at and has a ton of character to it Mm -hmm. and has a ton of talent like just performing in it it's got maya rudolph in it will forte terry cruz martin short uh ricky gervais there's like a a huge cast behind it and i really love you know the like oh it's an it's a group of like genius youngsters who are inventive and and uh, ingenues, and they kind of like, are, and and their whole like relationship with their parents is really fun, and kind of harkens back to a more classic like 
movie that you would see where it's like, oh, these parents are, it's like a Matilda kind of story where it's like, oh, these parents are just kind of like garbage parents. (laughs) And it's not trying to like find a reconciliation with that. And, And I really, really like that. And the, as I was watching and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this movie, but the more I think about it after, I think I like it more and more. Mm-hmm. And just beautiful as well. And then there's Onward, which was our Pixar fair for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, Soul's mm-hmm. coming out. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it was all. Sorry. No, please, please. Go, go ahead, go Ryan. Ahead, please. I was just going to say I liked Onward. It's mid, mid-tier Pixar for me, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I like the concept and I, I like just the whole idea of bringing – your dad back, but you only get his pants. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. Yeah, so there's cool stuff, but whatever. Okay. Wow. I, want, I want to see a the glowing, will. I want to see the will. Good thing a glowing recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had pants. <laughs> when did the missing link come out? Was that like a year ago? It was, yeah. All right. Well, we don't have year. to put that in. Is there. Chicken Run Two out yet? What about uh, Spies? Yeah, spies in Disguise. If we're going, oh, it was December, wasn't it? That should be in the running, shouldn't it? No, should Spies in Disguise count. I mean, no, okay. l- legally no. But since we're allowed to just sit in the audience and shout things, uh, we can nominate at- the trailer. No, I mean it comes out. It already came out. Right? Oh shit! All right, it did. I, yeah, yeah. New rule. Out. New rule. Animation has to have come out in 2020, unless it's Avatar: The Last Airbender. Which is, who, which is who I'm voting for. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we know, no, that's Dragon Ball Evolution. Shut. Okay. <laughs> wrong image. Um, yeah, let's count it out. All right. Uh, pick your pick your vote. Right. This oh. is best animated feature. Okay. In three, two, one. The Scoob. Will Scoob. Scoob. Dra- Avatar. Uh, Adam, we need oh. you to be the tiebreaker. You're the tiebreaker. Oh, uh, we on, have a onward. Tie. Onward. No, oh shit! No. Oh shit! No what? Four way tie. Oh. What are we gonna do? Oh, uh, who else is uh, Elizabeth Moss? Nope. No, what? Nope. Not nominated. Damn it. Well, okay. For this one, I guess we're gonna have to let our audience decide in the mm-hmm. comments below. Tell us of our four way tie. Uh, who you think mm-hmm. the best animated feature was? Right. Ryan's gonna try to sway the vote to Scoob. Scoob. I would just like to point out to everyone that Ryan is an employee of Warner Media, mm-hmm. who uh, oh, that's part of my reservation. That oh. was part of why I didn't necessarily who, want to do you that. Know, produce Scoob, so just take that information. If you guys go watch Scoob, then their stock goes up, and somehow that'll trickle down to us, man. Come on, let's do it. Scoob, Scoob, wow. Scoob. <laughs> for some reason, for some is that Chow Young Fat in the back? Next up is actor in a <laughs> leading a, role. He looks like Alec Baldwin there for some reason. <laughs> this is actor in a leading role. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so here's here's the noms that I've got Great. here, and I actually am reconsidering one of these as we go through. Uh, Pete Davidson, The King of Staten Island. That's a pseudo biographical story. Delroy Lindo, Defy Defy Bloods, the Spike Lee Netflix uh, film. Joint. Ben Af- Ben Affleck, The Way Back. Came out that had some theatrical release. Nicholas Cage, Color Out of Space. Yes. Return to form for Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. And the delightful Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield. Uh, which is a really unique movie. Mm-hmm. Armando Iannucci. Mm-hmm. All, congrats, all great performances for all sure. the nomin- Congrats to all the nominees tonight, honestly. Whoever whoever yeah. wins, congrats. I, yeah. I, could, I just, can I just, I mean, I hate to, we haven't even discussed them. I feel like I should please toss one in there. Uh, ben Schwartz for Sonic the Hedgehog. Was he the lead, or was it? Yeah. Or are we okay. thinking? Oh, we're James thinking Marsden? James Marsden. I think James Marsden might have more on-screen time than okay. Sonic. That's fair. So we're putting James Marsden in here. I guess James Marsden for Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Ryan. That and Dead to Me season two on Netflix. Another show I've seen. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I heard you kind of. Get really excited at the Nicolas Cage nomination there. Yeah, Colorado Space is my favorite movie I've seen this year. Everyone I love, every single person involved with it is my pick to win their their respective awards because uh, it's just so awesome. It's a one of a kind movie. Richard Stanley comes out of retirement and makes a masterpiece H uh, P Lovecraft film with Nick Cage. Are you shitting me? With alpacas, like best movie of the year for sure. Um, of the five or whatever that have come mm-hmm. out. But uh, yeah, Nick Cage is amazing. And, and you know, I'm not just somebody that goes, oh, Nick Cage is being weird again. Ha ha, let's, let's nominate him for an Oscar and make him win. 
I think that this is a legitimately great weird Nick Cage uh, performance of all of the ones we have available. So this one's mm-hmm. important and better than the rest. Mm-hmm. Well said, Adam. Oh, James Marsden. Wow. Uh, Adam, do you want to talk about Pete Davidson's performance in The King of Staten Island? I I think any actor that's willing to work with Judd Apatow deserves an Oscar. And (laughs) Wow. Yeah. After the stories I've heard about him. I'm willing to work with him. (laughs) You deserve an Oscar, my friend. (laughs) Me too. I don't know that. Have there been stories about Judd Apatow? Countless stories have been trying to surface. Mm. But I mean, do you think this was a big stretch for Pete? Like, no. are we giving a guy an award for playing himself here? That's exactly how I felt about Andy Serkis, Caesar. If if there's anything you know about comedians, though, Elise, is that comedians are most comfortable not playing themselves. So it well, took a lot of effort for him to play who he is. But if point. you've ever watched a single episode of Saturday Night Live starring Pete Davidson, you know that even if they dress him up, as a wacky character, he's going to just laugh, uh-huh. forget, maybe forget one of his lines and then say something Pete Davidson would say. And he's at his strongest when he is playing the Pete Davidson character. So uh, not to counterpoint you there, not to turn this into mm-hmm. a debate, but I think Pete Davidson is an exception to the was rule. Was there a level of self-awareness and reflection that had to go into this role? Maybe the question as well. Well, you know, yeah. It's t- t- it touches on some harsh stuff because it's yeah. his, you know, his relationship with his dad, who was, of course, like a firefighter mm-hmm. in the World Trade Center and passed away. Mm-hmm. And his relationship to that. And his relationship with all those beautiful women that he just goes through like nothing. Well, to be honest, I, I did not love this movie. And and I don't really I'm not a big Pete Davidson fan, but but we've already passed the best supporting actors. There's a lot of good supporting actors in this movie. I wish I'd remembered the during the, the, the who? Mm. The Buscemi. Buscemi. Oh, the Buscemi. Yes. Okay. Uh, but but his best buddy, you know, that 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 orchestrates the robbery. I thought that guy was awesome. You know. And then uh, uh, mm-hmm. there's a few other weird sprinkled people in there. Um, that are yeah, cool Marissa too. Tomei, we, out of her element, playing someone a motherly character. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we haven't and, mentioned it. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to no, mention she, she. She has nipple rings. <laughs> Great. So I'm glad I left space for that. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll see more of that best supporting actress. I don't know. I just want to make sure. Best I just going to put it out here. Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. Always a powerhouse. Uh huh. Always a scene stealer. Always brings a ten out of ten intensity. Emotion. To everything he does. To five bloods. Pure emotion, intensity, heartbreak from yes. him. Yes. To five bloods is almost built so that way he, he can, can perform yep. and act. Yep. So I just want to make sure that's known. He, he f- is firing on all cylinders, whether or not you like the things he's saying, whether or not you well, agree with him, you're rooting for him or yeah, rooting against. His character is a very con- complex character, too. And, yeah, mm-hmm. like you're saying, you're not maybe going to be like, is this a good guy? For, yeah, for, but that's not him. always the case. Heath Ledger won an Academy Award for a bad guy in Dr. Parnassus. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Delroy Lindo is... Uh, Delroy Lindo is, is pure fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucked up, and, and even though we've I saw that movie, I, 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 I fell asleep, and I, I need to rewatch uh, it. I love Spike Lee, so I, I can't really say with authority like mm-hmm. you guys can. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Dev got Patel, it. personal history of David Copperfield, is kind of charm. It's it's classic charming Dev mm-hmm. Patel. Yeah, where yeah. Where you're rooting. He's a little bit of, he's the underdog, mm-hmm. which is always a great position for Dev Patel to be in in a story because mm-hmm. he's the, the guy that you really want to root for. But it is it is Dickens, and it is the David Copperfield story, which means he's supposed to kind of be the viewer going he's through. He's our narrator. He's and, going through the zoo yeah. of characters around him. It's like walking through an aquarium where every... So he's the, he's kind of the most normal, sensible character. So yeah. I don't think that was too much of a stretch for him. He's always really good at that. Yeah. Um, so well, I, I think uh, points against him, though, because the Green Knight was supposed to be out by now, and it's not. Mm. And you take that personally. Yeah. Probably his fault. Okay. I, okay, all right, let's get ready to vote. Yeah. Any any final write-ins before we? Uh, can I nominate uh, uh, Scooby Doo from the movie Scoob? Like Who voice Scoob? F- Frank Frank Welt Frank Welt Welt Welter or something. It's the the guy who's he's been voicing Scooby Doo for. Decades. He does Optimus Prime typically. Oh, okay. oh, so this isn't this is another lifetime achievement award. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Put him in. Doing the cool. dog. Doing the dog voice. It's hard. Doing the Scoob. Mm-hmm. You gotta like 
talk from the back of your throat. Yeah. There. Let's uh, let's vote. Based on that, let's get ready to vote. Uh, this is for your actor in a leading role uh, of our twenty twenty Oscars, uh, which presented in twenty twenty one, of course. Uh, three, two. One. Nicholas Cage in Color Out of Space. I think Delroy won. Sorry. Damn it. Uh, three out of four. Sorry, Delroy Linda. Delroy. All right. Delroy Linda. I, I got to I gotta yeah. see that joint. Yeah. Yeah, stay awake so. for it this time. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I, see, it's it, you can't. You, it's very it, long. Here, it's a long. It it's a long. long here's movie. the common misconception about, about Spike Lee's joints. You can't. Do joints when you watch the joints, all right? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, you can't. It's well, it's supposed to be the joint. I always thought yeah. that was pretty explicit. Like, like, don't don't smoke up because this is the joint. Right. This is. I didn't get that till right now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we get to our best director category, we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor. If you're looking to keep your online privacy private, you can try ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon or Comcast. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, you may not even realize that you have ExpressVPN on. It runs that seamlessly in the background. It is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all of your devices, so phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you not being able to use it. You can protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link at expressvpn.com film, and you can get an extra three months for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com film, expressvpn.com film to learn more. And thank you. We're back choosing our best director category. This one, I honestly had a tough time making some informed decisions about who these nominees would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so feel free to, to interject here. We had Richard Stanley, Color Out of Space. Ryan has already emphasized his love mm-hmm. uh, and Richard Stanley's you know, return to, to the medium. Spike Lee to Five Bloods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Spike Lee's stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. Sam Hargrave, Extraction. Another Ryan pick here. Mm-hmm. And First guy, time director. Uh, I don't know yeah. why, but Guy Ritchie, the gentleman. I just he's back. There. He's round back. out the noms. Yeah. Any any other noms? I, I feel like it's it's kind of tough. To mm. The person who directed Scoob. Who is that? Let me look that up. It's probably a group of animators. <laughs> no, don't don't uh, look it up. Oh, okay. All don't right. look it up. Let's All just right. refer to them as Scoob's director. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Scoob pop up so many times on this list. Potentially our most mm. nominated film. Oh my God! Uh, wow. It's like a Ben Hur, uh, a regular Ben Hur. Oh. No women in this category, which is disappointing. Ugh. I'm not sure a single woman was able allowed to direct a film <laughs> this year. Can they you were. think of one? Little Women came out last year. Fuck. The Wonder Woman I mean, is supposed to come out this year. Well, you, when you think about it, when you it shouldn't be hard. It's funny though. when you cut down the amount of time for movies to be released. How you just can't find one. It's like oh, uh, First Cow. Oh yeah, first cow. I there you heard go. First cow. Woman, yes. woman yes. directed it. I forgot her name, but I heard that's great. I hear it's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, All right. Gotta see that. First uh, cow. Also, and I want to make sure we're nominating Richard Stanley for Color Out of Space and not for the interview footage they used in Jarowski's mm-hmm. Dune, where. Yeah. Okay. You sure? <laughs> yes. Okay. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I just want to say I think Spike Lee. There was there's a lot that's really great about *Defy Bloods*, but I think it has some weakness in terms of the um, some of the action scenes and sequences. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know that that's maybe his like forte, and it, and he could have benefited from having like maybe just a, another director help him out with those because mm-hmm. it's the it's the performance scenes that are really the more more like impactful and executed well it it weaves i don't know if i overly long is the right word because we talked about it and we feel like that the story that it tells is super compelling it's something that doesn't really get a light shined on it probably nearly enough and it's it's got very compelling characters i think maybe some are more fleshed out than others but it is we're it, I feel like it's a little too there's just, there's no restrictions on it whatsoever. So I we likened it or I likened it to uh, 
the Irishman. This is Spike Lee's The Irishman. Oh, okay. Where someone said, go make whatever you want to make and mm-hmm. no one's going to stop you and only, everyone's going to just be around you to say yes to this. Um, gotcha. Which is still very much, The Irishman was very much Martin Scorsese, but there were parts around it where you were like, mm, that's a weird decision. Was this necessary? Was this necessary or whatever? That's kind of how I felt about The Five Bloods. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a confession. If I, before I even see a movie, and if I look at the runtime, and if it's anywhere approaching two and a half hours, I, I, I go, that's not that great of a director. <laughs> like, mm, no wow. movie deserves okay. to be that mm. long, except a few people can pull it off. You know, but if you're a good director, you can fucking take your two and a half hour movie and make it more, ex- at least let me go mm-hmm. pee, you know, like have two hours max, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, but unless, yeah. unless there's a super epic film that requires it, I can't, you know, it's usually a slog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely can be, especially if it's not super epic. Right. And The Five Bloods is, is a character story, in my opinion, and it doesn't feel like... It covers decades of time or it covers it's basically, you know, a weekend in the jungle Mm. in a lot of cases. And so, you know, it is for it is stuff. There's a lot of jarring changes in tone where something's very serious and then it'll on a dime shift to an event that's tonally just on the other side of that. And it's almost comedic. Um, So. I don't know. Those would be my strikes against that film. Yeah, the gentleman is the gentleman uh, is good. It was entertaining, but it felt like a uh, safe guy Ritchie, mm-hmm. like in a way where it's yeah, like, like snatched level or lock stock. We're not a castaway or what was that one where he did or with Aladdin? Yeah, yeah, Aladdin. yeah, or um, Sherlock, which he is more known for. It just didn't feel like Guy Ritchie trying to push any boundary. Mm-mm. He wasn't any. taking risks. But it was sure. fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, fun. Um, Extraction, Ryan, mm-hmm. you're a big proponent of it. I mean, I, I, for a first-time director, that movie is pretty mm-hmm. impressive, honestly. Yeah, you know, but he's been on movie nice. sets, so that's that's. Well, he's a like second-unit guy. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. still, yeah. he, you know, first, I'm really uh, behind the helm. I, I think I think true first-time directors need to be people who have never even seen a movie or society <laughs> oh, wow. as a whole. Like, you pull, oh, them, interesting. You, you pull them from, like, deep in the Amazon, and you go, all right, first-time director, make this hmm. movie with Chris Hemsworth. He's your lead. <laughs> interesting. Oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Um, also, I'm Richard Stanley in- gave us this. I'm going to throw yeah. in Autumn DeWild, the director. <laughs> I'm going to throw in Autumn DeWild, the director of Emma. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Loved it. Let's vote. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Richard Stanley. Richard Stanley. Stanley. Thank you. Autumn DeWild. <laughs> what did you pick? I think Adam, I, Adam said Richard Stanley. Richard Stanley won with two votes. He's yes. back. Yes. He's and then back, I, baby. He's I gave back. it to Sam Hargrave. This, this way we can ensure he'll get the funding he needs to make Island of Dr. Moreau again, but the right hey, one. Did you see the documentary on that? Uh, yes. Uh, he had it that, the first time. That movie ruled, man. It's amazing. I mean, that, that, that documentary did. And Richard Stanley is insane. I love him. Every, everyone on that movie set was insane, uh, including Feruza Balk. Forget who that is, but yes. oh, cool. She's from the craft. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to actress in a leading role. This is a big one for all the ladies here tonight. Um, Riley Ko. Ko- I never know how to pronounce her. Kyo. Kyo. Just just call her Elvis's granddaughter. Riley. That's what Kyo. she prefers to go by. <laughs> the Lodge. Mm. Margot Robbie, Birds of Prey. Thank mm-hmm. you. Betty Gil. Betty Gilpin, The Hunt. Anna Taylor-Joy, Emma, Issa Rae, The Lovebirds, the end. Okay. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of bird-centric movies on this list. Hmm. Yeah, that's hunting. You could even group hunting in there. Hmm. Okay. Um, well. Hmm. So Issa Rae, uh, you know, she holds her, her own toe-to-toe in The Lovebirds in terms of comedy. She's... A dynamo and insecure. She's mm-hmm. an up and comer. She's For great. Sure. Yeah, I agree. And Anna Taylor Joy. She's very young still, but we've already seen a lot of great performances, serious performances from her. Mm-hmm. You know, Split and what have you. Oh yeah, yeah. And Emma, mm-hmm. you know, to, to tackle 
Jane Austen subject matter like that. That's got it's got to have a little bit of a wink to it. It's like Clueless, but in the past. Mm-hmm. She did a great oh. job doing that. Mm-hmm. Marla Robbie, Birds of Prey, you know, doing her own stunts and being mm-hmm. able to pull off that over the top character and essentially be the the one facet of that movie that I think everybody agrees. Like, well, Margot did a the glue great job. Never, with her yeah. performance. never a dull moment while she's on screen. I always put yeah, it that Margot way. Robbie rules. Uh, yeah. Riley Coe, the the Lodge. That's a very, uh, I mean, this, just the subject matter that she's tackling in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to give away too many spoilers for her audience because it, to know what her character and her backstory and everything would give away those spoilers. But she does have to tackle some heavy stuff mm-hmm. and some, you know, defining moments in her life that cause everything to spiral out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all very, you know. That's that's a measure. It's very, it's super make. intense. It's yeah. super intense. Uh, and yeah. and she, it's compelling watching her in that movie, mm-hmm. tackling that performance. And uh, Betty Gilpin, The Hunt. Yeah. I mean, my experience with Getty, Betty Gilpin was from Glow. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's silly and it's over the top and it's mm-hmm. bombastic. Well, uh, well, in Glow though, she plays a character whose husband cheated on her, and then she uh-huh. she goes out on her own, and then also in the show. American Gods, she plays a wife whose husband cheated on her and she has to live with that in her life. So this was a new role for her, which is exciting. (laughs) She's also only Mm -hmm. one year younger than most of us. Really? 1986. That's my age. That's my age. Well, I thought she had a great intensity in this role. She was like, I mean... She was basically doing what like a 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger would do. Like she she took on the mantle of action lead and wore it with pride. And I honestly like it's the kind of thing where if they want to do more stories about that character, like I feel like there's enough. She gave it enough that you you would potentially want to see more than that. I think on the page, if you read it, it probably seems like a pretty boring robotic character. Feels like force a, of nature right yeah and it feels like a movie that's a little bit of a b movie yeah but, but she kind of elevates it she does elevate it and you're rooting for her but you're also excited to see what yeah. she's capable of and you're yeah. confident in, in her ability to execute on that so i i like the hunt because it tells you what it's about instead of showing you oh always love that yeah i it was <laughs> like damon lindelof pulled you aside and said the movie's about class warfare and i went thank you i was confused any mm. write-ins for this one i as partial as I am to my Memphis, Tennessee homegirl, Riley Cayo, uh, Elvis's granddaughter, our, uh, 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 why don't we have Elizabeth Moss, the, the Invisible Woman, on there? Invisible, Invisible Man. Woman should be on there. Yeah. That's maybe, a major well, oversight. Ryan, maybe she was on the list, but you just couldn't see her. <laughs> Holy wow. Fuck. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. Well, touche. Yeah, vote for her if you want. I'm going to uh, vote yeah. for her. What, what did you what did you want to nominate? Please don't. Please I think, don't. I think uh, Elise Wan nominated for woman being gaslighted for an yeah, hour for and a half. Minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I, yeah. I watching that movie. I was like, this this is just uncomfortable. This just yeah. makes me feel shitty. Um, and the nomination for hey, that's the guy from House on Haunting Hill goes to yeah. <laughs> Invisible Man. All right. Three. I, the thing is, I know what Adam's talking about, but everything he said was wrong. What are you talking everything about? Everything he said was wrong. Oh, it was the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but you also said Haunting Hill. <laughs> so you got the wrong title wrong. I just All thought right, it was anyway. funny that they cast him and then he's invisible the whole movie. Stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Waste of money. All right. Well, it's like uh, what's his face, Mandalorian, but nobody nobody got a problem with that. Pedro Pascal, yeah, yeah, Pedro Pascal, yeah, yeah. But we, I don't know. He's it. also he's he's not exactly someone whose face you need to see. It's titular character. You don't need to see the Invisible Man. Let's vote. <laughs> Three, two, one. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Riley Sorry, Kylo is on the going list. To, it's going to Betty. Betty Gilpin on this Betty Gilpin. Uh, uh, Riley uh, or Elizabeth one. didn't win? Elizabeth Moss, Scientologist, so I can't really vote for her. But that, that's you, a, you can't base off of that. This I is career-defining for Betty, know. especially coming out. This movie was delayed because of controversy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, the, the, can hunt, I, can the I, hunt was okay, delayed? 
Sorry, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. sullied several School times. shootings and stuff. Oh. Remember? Yeah. All right, now, now we're at the big category here. This is the best picture or final category for the night. Uh, here are the nominees. And I also accepting write-ins on this one. Great. To Five Bloods, The Hunt, The Night Clerk, Emma, Invisible Man, The Gentleman, The Personal History of David Copperfield, Color Out of Space, The Platform, Keep it down. Extraction, mm. and Sonic the Hedgehog. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, where was that? And, and Scoob. I'd like to write in Scoob right at the beginning, please. Scoob is already nominated for Best Animated. We have separated those categories. It's a picture, categories. too. It's a, it, pa- Parasite matter, can no. win Foreign and Best Picture. Oscar rules say no. Sorry. Can Scoob um, go in for Best Foreign Picture? No, only oh. if you listen to it with the Japanese dub. As we all did. <laughs> um, okay. A lot to process here, uh-huh. for sure. Um, I don't want to get us distracted, but I'm going to go. I'm going to want to write something in. Please. The biggest movie in the country, Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's James, a good point. Jurassic Park it, didn't come out this year. But it has been coming out this year for the to celebrate the anniversary. It's it was re-released in theaters. Yep. And it, it was number one at the box office just the weekend before the recording of this episode. It's a technicality, so but he's right. It's a number one at the box office film released this year. I feel mm-hmm. like Jurassic Park should be I in the nomination. I think we'll have to include it. And I mean, that's one of the greatest movies made ever. Mm-hmm. It almost mm-hmm. wins by default, but I guess we can yeah. keep talking about um, the other noms. Also, what's still in theaters, which I'm doing my write-in for, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. <laughs> That's true, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) It deserves it. Every Saturday. I don't think it is, though. It's probably is not. It like Friday it's not in. Too? It's not in movie theaters right now. I think. I think. <laughs> I think they said all movie theaters are closed except for that one that puts I, the Rocky. You know, Horror someone's doing show. a Zoom cast of the yeah. Rocky Horror shit right now. You know. I'm gonna write in one more. I want to write in at least one more. Okay, so do Tampopo? No. Um, I want to write in that movie that those guys made, and then they bought out all the seats in a movie theater, so they'd have the number one movie in America. And it made because it was the only movie that had a theater. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> That's lot. awesome. Those guys are just, geniuses. <laughs> just just write that all in. That's the nominee. <laughs> America bought out theater. Um, oh, how a filmmaker got the number one movie in America during unsubscribe. I'm nominating unsubscribe. Um, okay. Made by Eric Tabak, no, Nilsson, someone named Nilsson. So I'm going to go ahead and say that because it was number one. It was also number one. Okay, so the new nominees are Defive Bloods, The Hunt, The Night Clerk, Emma, Invisible Man, The Gentleman, The Personal History of David Copperfield, Color of Space, The Platform, Extraction, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, Jurassic Jurassic Park, Park. and Unsubscribe. And Unsubscribe. Scoop. And Scoop. I'm we sorry. can't. Scoop's art. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, a lot of great films on here. Is there? Mm-hmm. Any, I feel like we've discussed almost all of them already, right? But not the platform. We didn't really discuss the platform. Cool. So heard, we heard haven't it seen it nominated in any it other category. Good. I say we haven't seen it nominated in any other category. So why is it here? Before uh, the ca- before the cameras were rolling, it was nominated for best foreign picture, but it was the only one. And so then we erase that entire category for some reason instead of giving it to it by default. I don't know why. It was the, the, the head of the Academy, Elise Willems' decision. I am not the head of the Academy. Uh, we're In an effort to be more progressive, we're we're rolling the categories up. It seems weird to separate them. Okay. Uh, well, also, the final rules. Except for animated. Final, final write-in. Uh, it's from the YouTube channel, Your Movie Sucks. He did uh, uh, an entire essay on Kimba the White Lion versus The Lion King. It's amazing. And it's uh, two and a half hours long. You should really watch it. It's oh, a really good well, video. Ryan's not going to watch it then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, already, right. that director sucks. Um, no, I meant because it's two and a half hours yeah, long. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the runtime is right. oh, too oh, long. Okay. You should so, watch uh, it. You, you start it, you I, can't stop. Yeah, any final thoughts on any of these films before we vote? Like James said, I think we've covered them to some degree mm-hmm. in just talking about their other components. But 
Yeah. Um, it's a well, powerful. It's been a big year. I can say that much. The really one of the strongest years in recent memory. Yeah. The Time platform warp you know, is still being played in, on the radios. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> I was just saying, I, I, I love the platform. That was a really cool movie. It was kind of like, Adam, <clears throat> you were saying, like, like uh, does a movie, uh, te- you know, you like movies that tell you what they're about and not show you. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie just showed you, and it's about something, but I, I've watched it once, and I loved it, but I honestly can't really even tell you what it's about. Did yeah. you, anyone else see the platform? And uh, what, Yeah, we all saw it. Yeah? yeah. What did you guys Let's think? See. I'm going to say, based on the trailer I saw, uh, it's a, a metaphor for how... Uh, the rich eat things and they fall and we're just there to fight over the scraps and maybe there's like a cube there's some of that sort of yeah. aspect okay uh-huh it's I a like lot of yeah, metaphors like I think it's, it's worth metaphors. I think it's worth getting nominated because I liked cube I did too yeah okay we all like cube okay all right well with that in mind let's vote okay, okay. Excellent. three two one color, color space, space and Jurassic Park tied oh I, I voted for Jurassic Park. Oh, shit. Oh, I've, I, I voted for Kimba the White Lion. Would you I vote for Adam? Color Out of Space. Oh, yeah, okay. I did Color Out of Space only. Uh, color Out of Space wins. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, what a return. It just goes to show that yeah. provided you're a male director, you can get one big break, botch that big break utterly horribly, embarrass yourself and your entire career, disappear off the face of the planet for 30 years and come back and just pick up where you left off. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I guess. I highly recommend you watch his his first movie, Hardware. It's oh, yeah, not awesome. very good. It's that's long, awesome. it's pretty boring, and it's got a cool song in it. Great. But it has cool yeah. effects, which is what he's all about. So that's all that matters for that yeah. movie, at least. It's cyberpunk. Get ready, yeah. everyone. It's coming. Well, there you have it. That's our our Oscar pick for the best picture that was released in 2020. Thank you guys so much for joining and voting. And An utterly enchanting said. evening, Elise. Yeah, Thank you for having me. Thank you all. No surprises, but I'm also and, completely shocked. And yeah, please don't results. forget in the comments to let us know your pick for best animated feature. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's our audience vote. Yes. Scoop. Well, no, not necessarily scoop, but... We'll see you next year. We'll see you. Yeah, bye, guys. Bye.